All right, we're back. Episode 11, Dysfunctional Fans Anonymous, and we have arrived to the day we have waited for since, well, if you're a Jeff fan, since probably October. And Giant fan, too, because, you know, they stink as well. But we have been waiting as football fans for the NFL draft, the day that is, it makes experts of all of us, uh, especially, you know, most of us that have not even watched maybe a college football game ever. Uh, not me included, but you know everyone's an expert now. Everybody hears the names, hears the uh, the trade rumors, who wants what, who needs who, and uh, we have arrived to that day. So today we are uh, recording on a Tuesday. Two more days. We have the NFL draft here in New York. Unfortunately, uh, you know when you have a high pick, it means you did not have a good season, and both teams will be t- picking again in the top six. Uh, last year, the Jets had the sixth pick. They moved down to three, and the Giants had the second pick. And uh, this year, the New York Jets will be picking with the third overall pick uh, selection. And the Giants will be picking six. So, a lot, a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, the future riding on these picks. I'll start with the Giants. You know, I'm going yeah, to give the Giants some love. Let me start with them. I'll hold my takes for the Jets coming up. Uh, with the Giants, if you listen to Sports Talk Radio in the city... And, you know, ESPN, WFM, whatever you listen to, it's nonstop. Eli this, Eli that. I mean, I don't know how, honestly, we're still talking about Eli Manning after hearing the same shit last year about him. Listen, the guy had two great runs. He's a legend. As a Jeff fan, he would have had a statue already. The Giant fans, listen, you can love the guy all you want. There's, There's definitely no... You know, no giant fan on earth that with a brain that thinks Eli Manning is, you know, the future or that he even has, you know, much left unless you're, you know, Mike Francesa who, you know, thinks they should sign him to a freaking extension. It's over. I mean, can Eli still play quarterback? Maybe if you build the offensive line around him. I mean, maybe. But what are the Giants really going to win this year? They don't have much. You know, they trade Odell. Their defense is in shambles. They have no offensive line. The Giants are picking the quarterback. I mean, there's no way the Giants are taking a quarterback. And, you know, what's hot on the streets right now is it sounds like, you know, Haskins doesn't really seem like their guy. I guess I have not, I haven't heard, you know, from anyone uh, that they're really looking at Haskins too much. And that, that's a bummer for the Jets because that's something that they would have, you know, loved to do is make a trade with the Giants probably. But uh, Daniel Jones from Duke seems to be, uh, seems to be the guy a lot of people are talking about. But with the Giants, it's such a mystery because Dave Gettleman goes, you know, he goes and does his, his uh, interviews with the media and talks about how quarterback's not, uh, you know, it's not always a priority or you don't always need to win just with a quarterback. And sometimes I don't understand what the hell this guy's talking about. I mean, quarterback is and always will be number one in football. And as we all know, you need a quarterback to win. The Giants had that. They don't have that anymore. So you got two first-round picks. You trade Odell. Which, you know what, honestly, I'm a Jeff fan. I'm there. I don't have a dog in the fight. I've never been a fan of Odell Beckham. I do believe in chemistry, and I do believe in, uh, you know, I mean, maybe because we've never had a receiver like that, but I do believe in being a diva can hurt the team more than help the team. I think it was fine they traded him. I don't think it's a big deal. Did I think they got enough for him? Time will tell. Do I, th- I don't really think Jabril Peppers is anything special. Uh, you know, they got a first rounder, and what are they got a third rounder? A second or third rounder they got for him. Got to make that first round pick worth something. So, your sixth pick and your seventeenth pick. Got to make something happen. Now, there's no way on earth that the Giants are not selecting a quarterback in one of those picks. 
Do you have to pick him with the sixth overall selection? I don't think you do. I mean, this draft doesn't seem that uh, doesn't seem the teams are too hot and heavy on these quarterbacks. Uh, the main quarterbacks being Kyler Murray, who let's be real, the hype is just a little ridiculous for this kid. I don't personally don't think he's the number one. Uh, I, I don't personally believe he should be the you know the number one player p- taken. I mean, if that's the Arizona Cardinals need, fine, but I don't think he's. Uh, to me, he's not all world. So he's number one. Haskins number two. This kid Daniel Jones from Duke, another pick. Uh, a couple other like sleeper kids. I really honestly couldn't even tell you who they are. Like I haven't heard too much about them. I I, you know, I watch enough college football to know about it, but <coughs> excuse me, I couldn't even tell you who the other guys are. So that's really basically it. it's not a big you know. Last year we had the uh, six QBs, the hot and heavy. Everybody was looking to go after them. Thank God the Giants didn't take Donald. You know we the Jets got him. This is the year. So you got two picks in the first round. Probably could get another quarterback at seventeen, but if the Giants, you know, if the Giants are smart, you got to take. I mean, you either trade back a little bit or something, or you got to take your quarterback at six. Do I think they love somebody to move up to number one? If Kyler Murray wasn't taking one, you know, I would help the Jets out. I feel like now more, because more teams want to move up, but I don't see him as being a giant guy. So the Giants, they should get their guy. Now, if they don't love a quarterback. If they don't love one of these guys, I mean, then yeah, you don't waste the pick on them. What's the point? You know, you're not going to be that good this year, really. And even if you are, what are you going to be, 8-8, eight 9-7? And eight, and you got two studs coming out. Actually, three pretty good guys coming out next year. You know, you got uh, uh, Tua Tavaloa from Alabama. He's coming out. You got Jake Fromm coming out. You got the kid from Duke. Uh, not Duke. The Ducks over there, Oregon, coming out. You got good quarterbacks coming out. So, uh, you know, some people make good points on – on the radio and on TV that, you know, the Giants could just, I mean, really just pass on the quarterback. Build your defense. Draft two. And if they do that, we know that's what they're looking to do. So, honestly. Or, you know, other scenarios are, well, before I get to that, before I get to the scenario that I think the Giants really should do, that I've spoken about already. If they don't believe in any of these guys, why not even trade that six pick, you know? If, they, if I was the Giants, I'd be looking to trade that six pick and get a first round the next year, maybe to a team that you don't think is going to be that very, that good, you know, that very, very good. Or you get a couple first rounders next year because if you're really targeting one of those quarterbacks, you're going to want to move down that draft. Because if you're not bad, you know, if you're not bad enough as a team, you're not going to be in that top 10. You're not getting one of those guys. You got two first round picks, you have ammunition to move up. So that'd be pretty interesting to see what the Giants do with that. Kind of shows what they're thinking. And, uh, yeah, and, like I said in previous, you know, previous episodes, we talked about the Giants a little bit. Personally, I would go after Josh Rosen. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why Arizona's, you know, poo pooing him so bad. You know, they want Kyler Murray. Okay, we understand that, but to me, Josh Rosen would be the first quarterback taken in this draft. If he was coming out this year, he'd be the number one quarterback. Where they want a third round, the second rounder, he's worth it. Give it up. I mean, but then they didn't get rid of Eli's and the whole situation. You know, what are you going to do, to Eli? You're not going to bench him. You give it up. If he beats Eli out, he beats him out. If not, he plays the you know, second half of the year if they're doing bad. And then, you know, you don't take maybe you don't take quarterback next year. But I think the Giants want their own guy. I don't think Rose. Maybe Rose is not the guy for them. I personally think he'd be perfect for them. Because then you can load up all those picks surrounding him. You don't have to waste on the quarterback. You got a kid that's making no money. He's young. It'll be interesting to see. I have uh, one of my cousins who is a Giant fan. He believes that uh he believes they're taking the kid from Duke. So it's just see what the Giants do. 
What I liked of the trade with the Jets, yeah, I wish they were. Uh, I wish they were hot and heavy on uh, Dwayne Haskins. The kid seems very smart on television. Seems to know what he's talking about. He doesn't. Uh, to me, you know, one year college football is tough to really, uh, to really gauge what a guy's going to be. Plus, he was in a Ohio State offense that was loaded in talent. You know, it's not that hard to throw fifty touchdowns when you're throwing balls five, ten yard passes. Guys are running, you know, sixty yards for touchdowns. His accuracy was, you know, not great. His, uh, you know, he got sacked a lot in the pocket. I mean, that's based on his offensive line as well. But he's not really that much of a scrambler. He's a bigger dude. So I don't think the Giants are too hot and heavy on him. But as a Jeff fan, we would love, you know, we want somebody to be hot and heavy on these quarterbacks because we want somebody to move up. So so that's with the Giants. They got their first pick if they take a quarterback. If they don't love the quarterbacks, they're probably going to go defender. I mean, they don't. their offense is it's pretty good. It's not right. It's not terrible. I mean, they got one of the top running backs in football. They got, you know, they think, they think Sterling Shepard's a number one, which is comical to me, but they have him. He's a solid receiver. They got a good tight end. You know, you could put pieces around that. Eli, you add somebody later in the draft, maybe, but if I'm them, I'm rebuilding that defense. The sixth pick, 17th pick. Maybe if you get a good offensive tackle, maybe you grab an offensive tackle on that pick. But uh, this is a, you know, this is a good chance for the Giants. If you don't miss, you know, we'll see. If you don't miss on your picks, you can rebuild the team fast. Forget about Eli. You're not building a team to surround Eli Manning. You're building a team for the next quarterback that's coming in here. Something comfortable for him. So if they do, if they want to go offensive lineman, go offensive lineman. It's not like uh, Nate Soldier was the end-all be-all. It wasn't that special. So they can do a lot of different things, the Giants. I don't think, you know, everybody's talking about their schedule. Oh, it looks easy. It's not, I don't think the Giants can be any good this year. That's my personal opinion. I'll be shocked. I just don't. I just think the defense stinks, and I don't think Eli Manning has anything left. And I, as a Jeff fan, have been a huge Eli supporter. I think Eli Manning, to me, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, his stats aren't, you know, you could argue his stats isn't that, but when he did in those playoffs, the guy's a Hall of Famer. Won two Super Bowls. He's one of the most clutch guys I've ever seen play hey, when it when it comes down to it. He's got a case kind of like, you know, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner didn't have a long career, but he was a, a shoe in Hall of Famer. It's just one of those cases where just, you know, the guy's a Hall of Famer. So it was a nice ride. It's going to be curtains for him this year. And uh, that's all I can really say about the Giants. So, and uh, as we know, I'm a Jet fans move on to the Jets. You know, they got the third pick. Uh, hopefully, this will be the last time they got a top ten pick for a long time. The last few years, the Jets have done uh, pretty well. They are uh, they are an atrocious late round uh, football team. They they haven't had a Pro Bowler. I think it was me. They haven't had a Pro Bowler taken past the third round or even fourth round. I think in like 15 years or something. So they're atrocious late round picks. That just tells you why they haven't built you know successful team. They have they only have six picks this year. Everybody knows Mikey Mack wants to move back. He uh, I don't think he. I mean from what listen from what I'm hearing from all these people, and uh, you know in my restaurant I get a lot of you know I'm not gonna name names but I get a lot of people come in. People are you know involved in the sports world. You know writers for newspapers, TV. Couple guys that uh, have like ins, and they've told me that they think that some have said a hundred percent he's moving back. Others have said, you know, he he's dying that he was praying that somebody wants a quarterback they can move out of it. But even if not, he's gonna look to move out of that spot. And you know, a lot of Jeff fans look at Nick Bosa, who is you know a stud, and we know we haven't had edge rusher since John Abraham. We didn't sign an edge rusher. So to me, the Jets have to get an edge rusher. So when you look at it from that case, you know, on all the draft boards, Josh Allen, uh, Quinton Williams 
are guaranteed. One of those guys, even both are guaranteed to be their three. Now they're talking about Ed Oliver. The Jets are hot and heavy on Ed Oliver. Uh, you know, they can measure, do all that shit, what they want with the players, all they want. But the guy, he was a stud in college. He's got explosive speed. He's got explosive attributes. They're going to look at his arm length, blah, blah, blah. Listen, Aaron Donald, nobody even knew who the fuck he was in college. So they're hot and heavy on him. Now they're saying that's a decoy for the Raiders. That's what the Raiders want. So will the, the Jets just want to add another pick. Will the Raiders trade a second rounder just to move up one pick? Who knows? There's a lot of scenarios for the Jets. I'll try and go through some of them. Okay, so scenario number one. Jets are at three. Kyler Murray goes one. Giants trade the Jets. It's not going to happen. Giants don't want to trade the Jets. They uh, they just don't do it. I mean, they're never going to do it. Like I said, uh, they're just stubborn. And they don't like quarterback enough. Uh, scenario number two. Nick Bosa falls from two to three. I have not heard Nick Bosa falling from two. Every mock draft has him going two. I don't know why the Niners wouldn't pick Nick Bosa. Maybe they like Quinn and Williams better. It's not possible. We don't know what these guys are feeling. That's a dilemma. If that happens... Will the Jets still want to trade out with Nick Bosa? Top, you know, best player available in this draft. Everybody's saying it. Other than Quentin Williams, at three, they haven't had an edge rusher in 15 years. Would the Jets really do that? I mean, I think there would be riot. Honestly, there would be rioting. I know among certain people I know, certain cousins I got will riot if that happened. That's if Nick Bosa. So I'd be interested to see if Nick Bosa is still at three. Uh, will he still trade out? Now, Maybe it's maybe you know they don't love Nick Bosa, and now the pick's worth even more because somebody could get Nick Bosa. Who knows? It's all different things that can happen. Another scenario: uh, they're saying that the uh, what other teams are there? You got uh, the oh, you got the uh, so Giants wouldn't do it. You know, Jacksonville at seven, maybe, but they already they got Nick Foles. So why the hell are they gonna do that? It makes no sense. They're not gonna trade down now. Uh, the lines are set. You know the Bills. Yeah, right. Your dreams. Now, an interesting, an interesting uh, spot is number ten. Uh, the Broncos. Broncos got Flacco. Uh, I mean, let's be real. If we're living in the real world, there's no way they think Joe Flacco's the future of that team. They've whiffed on numerous quarterbacks. They move down from ten to three. They get themselves a quarterback they want. I mean, I don't know. John Elway. Uh, he likes those big arm quarterbacks. Haskins, uh, the kid from uh, Duke, if he's still there, Jones. That's been uh, thrown out there a lot. Another one that's really picking up heat of late. And I think, you know, the, the farthest the Jets really could go is maybe here, and this is 11, and this is the Bengals. Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, they're trying to sell tickets. You know, you got Ohio kid, Haskins. Bring them out. You know, you put them out there. I mean, let's be real. The freaking the Red Rocket over there, his time is up. He's got another year, two years. He's done. Uh, he's done that kid, Andy Dalton. You go get Haskins. Jets trade back to 11. They get, what, second-round pick, a third-round pick. And at 11, right now, a lot of mock drafts have uh, Rashawn Gary, defensive tackle, going at 11. So that's a pass rusher they could get. I mean, he's, someone's still there. Uh, are the best guys still there? Not really. I mean, but what do we really know what these people are going to be? But, you know, the kids from Clemson, you can still grab there. Cleveland Farrell. There's, there's still guys there. You know, there's a lot. Of, it's a deep draft. So that's another scenario. Trading with the Bengals has picked up a lot, of, a lot, a lot of uh, movement this year. And I think the Bengals have, uh, I don't know if they have two first. They have a lot of picks this year. I know that. They don't have two first rounders, but they have a ton of picks this year. So they're in position to do it. 
I know that the Broncos, uh, they have a, uh, they have a ammunition to do it. They have a, a lot of picks. And then the last team I've been hearing, you know, all over the news about who would make a trade up is the Redskins at 15. And now, this is my view of this. 15 is, that's steep. 3 to 15. I mean, they would have to pay, they would have to pay a ransom to get, uh, you know, get up to where we are. Now, is that ransom worth it for the Jets? That's the question. You know, if you're going to get, to me, it would have to be, obviously, you know, the first round, they're going to switch first round picks. It'd have to be at least two picks this year, one being a second rounder. And it'd have to be a first round pick next year. Now, are the Jets making that move for another first rounder? Personally, I think they are. I mean, how do you say no to two first round picks? To me, it's a tough sell. I don't know who they could grant. You know, maybe they're looking at an offensive tackle at that point, but. That's the farthest you know we've been hearing. Uh, is around fifteen. So, you look if you're a Jeff fan, you're listening, you want to know you know opportunities. You look at fifteen with the with the Redskins, who supposedly are having dialogue with us right now about it. They really want Haskins. It's, it's said that they really want Haskins, but they have to feel that somebody else wants them. Obviously, so you got fifteen with them. You got eleven the Bengals, who are a very interesting interesting spot, and you got ten with the Broncos. So 10, 11, 15. All is going to, listen, all those are going to cost a lot to move up, especially with the scale they have, you know, in the NFL. It's going to cost them a lot to move up. Now, if the Giants do love a quarterback, they only move up three spots. You probably get a couple second-round picks or whatever. And, you know, with the Raiders, who everybody's talking about, you know, they're going to get a pick a surprise purse or this and that. If they want to guarantee their pick, they would probably trade the Jets like a second rounder just to move down a little bit. We'll see what Mac does this year. It's a huge draft for him. You know, uh, the last few years, he picked uh, Leonard Williams first round, who's been, I mean, he hasn't been what we thought he was going to be, all the hype we got, best player in the draft, this and that, he's been all right, he's not, he's nothing close to what we thought he was going to be, but he's a solid football player, we got, you know, our franchise, our franchise face, you know, Jamal Adams the next year, sixth pick, who is, honestly has breathed, you know, fresh, a breath of fresh air into this franchise that we never really thought we'd have, he's really changed the franchise for the better, he's the face. Uh, the fans love him. Hopefully he'll be a lifetime Jet. The guy's phenomenal. And he's a stud on the field. So that was a phenomenal pick. Phenomenal. And then after that, uh, we got Donald, who we made a move up to grab. So we've had pretty good picks in a row. If, uh, But this is a big one. I mean, the team now has the quarterback. We have some personnel. We did well in the free agency. We need an edge rusher. Jets need an edge rusher. They also need, you know, they have a lot of other holes to fill. So to me... If I'm the Jets, if I'm not getting another first-rounder, and this is how I look at it, if I'm not getting either multiple, multiple picks this year, meaning like two second-rounders or a second, a third, and more next year, or if I'm not getting a first-rounder next year, I'm not trading back because they have to get the best impact player possible. They need a lot. You know, they need a corner. They need an edge rusher more than life. So to me, McCagney can't mess around with this. He's got to go in there. Be aggressive, but you know what? Don't just force a deal to force one. If you can't get one done, you take Josh Allen, who they're saying they don't love, which is, I don't understand how the Jets can't love him. The guy's unbelievable. He's from Jersey. Like, I think he would thrive, but, you know, it's how you fit a scheme, I guess. Quinton Williams looks like a freaking monster. Played Alabama. Can't go wrong with him. Or you go with, uh, I guess, a surprise again, Oliver, who... Be honest, I haven't watched a lot of tape on him, just like even with Donald. I never thought the Jets would get Donald. I when they picked him, I wasn't really even that excited because I just never thought he'd be there. So 
it's gonna be interesting to see. Maybe Jet fans have to, uh, you know, start watching some other guys because it could be a could be a big surprise this weekend. Could be a big surprise, and it's gonna be interesting to see what uh you know, what our rivals do, what the Patriots do. A lot of people saying that uh you know Will Greer from uh, West Virginia, he thinks he's the best quarterback in this class. He's gonna be around late rounds unless some surprise happens, and the Patriots could grab him, which. Uh, would have been a worse pick for them. I mean, they're going to need an air parent eventually. So that scares me, the next guy they're going to pick. I don't know. You know we're going to get fucked with that. The, the guy's definitely going to be next Don Brady. So let's hope that doesn't work out for them. But, uh, yeah, so for the two teams in New York, it's a big draft. It's first draft after the Odell trade. And the Jets, they got to put weapons around Sam. But they got to put weapons on defense. Listen, we haven't drafted an offensive player. Sam is the first offensive player we drafted in like 20 years. Unfortunately, we still need an edge rusher. Now, could the Jets surprise everybody, move down, maybe take a tight end? We have a good tight end, but why not take another one, another weapon? The kid fans from Iowa can't hurt. I don't see any receivers being that great in this draft that they're going to grab one of them. So it's got to be an edge rusher. To me, it's got to be an edge rusher. Jets D1. It's Allen, Bosa. I guess Oliver or Quinn Williams, who is a you know up the middle pass rusher, retarded strength, retarded abilities. Just uh, we're gonna see. It's it's very exciting. We got the new jerseys, the new look, new team. Jets, that's a couple pieces away from really being a contender. Giants a little bit more, but they have enough picks to build that. So we're gonna see Thursday night drafts in Nashville, which stinks because. Honestly, it belongs to Radio City. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Radio City is where the draft belongs. I understand they had their falling out, whatever. The NFL wants to make money on this event. It lasts all night. But this this belongs in New York. Hopefully, they'll come back soon. You know, whole life, I always wanted to go to Radio City, watch the thing. I finally got old enough and they fucking left New York City. It's like uh, I never got a chance. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. We might throw an extra podcast out on uh, Thursday. So we're going to be together, everybody. We'll see what happens with that. See how many people are going to be able to focus. Because I know everybody's going to be uh, locked in on the TV. And then, uh, yeah, so that's for the draft. And I want to uh, just get into some baseball, too. Uh, just watch them finish the Met game. The Yankees are out in L.A. to face the Angels. That game just uh, just kicked off. The walking wounded out there. The Mets played the Phillies. They spanked them tonight, 9 nothing. It wasn't even a game. Wheeler, listen, uh, when Wheeler's on, he's on. The guy's dealing. The guy is throwing 99. I never seen him throw this hard. He looked filthy. And at the plate, he hit a home run and a freaking two RBI double. So the Mets are back in first place. They're 13-10. I honestly thought the record was better than that. The series that they just had against the Phillies, you know, Matt's had, when they went to Philly, Matt's had a, you know, an embarrassing outing, one inning. They got spanked. Uh, you know, Vargas couldn't go fucking five innings against the Cardinals. They had a bad, they had a bad road stand. They came home finally. They played a lot of games on the road. They're right there neck and neck with everybody. Come home, you take the first two from the Phillies, which is big. Bryce Harper getting thrown out of games, crying about fucking strikes. Jake Arrieta's telling him you can't be doing that. They're crumbling already. That team, something about that team, I don't know. Tonight, they get spanked. Night did it comes, which I must say, first of all, thank God that Cano is okay with his hand. Thank God Jake, we had that scare about his arm, the MRI, the whole thing. I could go into a long rant about it. That was going to happen, but you know what? 
Nothing's wrong with him, so I won't even get into it. It's hallelujah. Come out, spank the Phillies tonight. Ninth inning, some bum we got on the fucking mound. Never heard of in my life. Comes out, throws a ball, basically over Hoskins' head. Fucking guy starts crying, a little bitch. The uh, dugouts come out. Who knows? I don't even know what the hell the reason was for. I was listening on the radio as I was watching as well. And uh, Harry Rose, and he doesn't, he doesn't know the reason for that. There had to be something that happened that we don't really know about. I don't think it was for, you know, for uh, Harper getting ejected. I don't know. It has nothing to do with anything. Then he throws, he isn't walking him. He fucking walks him with a fastball in front of his chin. He fucking throws his bat down. All this shit. Go fucking walk the first base, you bitch. Next guy gets out. Game over. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Might be a little uh, fist to cuss going tomorrow. We got to get this sweep. Unfortunately, Vargas is on the mound. So we know we're going to be Vargas and about 20 bullpen guys. I really wish the, the Mets would go after Gio Gonzalez. He's not, you know, he's not fucking Justin Verlander, but he's better than what Vargas has given us. Hopefully, Brody starts to realize this. It's going to be a battle all year. We're going to need more five starters. Matt's brilliant. You know, yesterday brilliant. He pitched great. When he's on, he's great. When Wheeler's on, he's great. Got to be consistent. Stay consistent. Noah, once again, he looked like shit in St. Louis. Like I said, uh, you know, like I said about him, I'm a little down on him. I wasn't happy about that performance again. Supposedly, he's been sick. He had the flu. He had the flu. He's battling the flu during the game. Another excuse. But listen, I'm not going to doubt a guy when they say that. So we'll see his next start. Jake will be fine. The Mets are looking good. They got Todd Frazier back. He had a grand slam tonight. Me, personally, I don't want to see Todd Frazier on the field. But what do I know? You know, what, what do I know? The Mets need fucking, they need as many hands on deck as they can get. So if it's working, they're winning. Just play everybody. Who gives a shit? Just play everybody. See what happens. Could be worse. You could be the Yankees, who literally have a all-star team on the DL. Uh, Judge the other day with the oblique, that's you know, that's tough. I mean, Noah had that. He tore his oblique. He, uh, you know, I think he did it in April. I think it was two years ago. He did it in April. He actually came back in September, so that was May, June, July, August. Uh, five months or six months out. Basically the whole season. He pitched a couple games at the season. I don't know how it is with a hitter. I don't know if it's any different. I don't know. I'm not really sure what side it was. I just know that Cashman was on the radio the other day. He said it's a long injury. I mean, it sucks. You know, Judge will be top three best player in baseball. You don't want to see that happen to these guys. Uh, I don't know what the reason is for all these players getting injured all the time. It seems like more and more players are always injured. They get muscle tears. Maybe it's the weightlifting. Maybe they don't take a break enough during the offseason. I don't know what it is. I'm not a doctor. So, but all I know is the Yankees... They can afford a couple injuries. I don't know if they could afford an injury to Judge, but they definitely can't afford an injury to Judge, Sanchez, Stanton, Severino, you know, fucking all these guys at one time. They Nobody can stand that. So to Hicks, all those guys, they got to get their asses back. Once those guys get back, I think they'll be all right. They're still going to win their games. The pitchers got to, you know, pitchers got to do what it's been doing. Pax has been, since my blasted Paxton in the last episode, he came out and he's pitched great. I think he's had two starts at then. He's looked awesome. That's what the guy they went to go sign. It is only April. It's time to go out there and battle. His team needs him. So uh, they faced uh, Harvey last night. I think Harvey pitched pretty good against him. I think only two runs. But they ended up winning. Romine hit that uh, that sack fly to win the game. So they're right back on track. The Rays have not, you know, the Rays lost Meadows for a little while. He's got a uh, torn, uh, th- not torn, sorry. He has an injured thumb, but it's not torn. But the Rays are falling back to the pack a little bit, so... Yankees just got to tread water until these guys come back, and they'll be fine. They're out there, the West Coast swing. I think when they come back, they said uh, Stanton could be back. So we'll see what happens with them. And uh, 
I hope everybody uh, enjoys what's going on with the baseball season because you know what? We're getting some good weather. We're getting some good baseball. Looks like it's going to be a fun summer this year with the teams. And uh, we're going to go out there and they're going to battle. That's all you can ask for. Your team to go out there, battle, play good baseball. Unfortunately, the one thing in, you know, in sports we can't control is injuries. As we know, we all have our teams that, you know, once you get the injury bug, it says nothing you can do. The Yankees, hopefully, looks like they have that right now, but hopefully it's just an early injury bug because if it keeps going like this, the Yankees aren't winning anything. The Astros are going to run away with it. They're going to they're gonna go to the World Series. So the Mets, there's a four-team battle for that division. It ain't going to be easy. This division is going to be won by like one, two games probably. And uh, we're going to continue. Every week, you're going to hear the same thing. This per- this team's at first, and the Braves are at first, and national. Every week it's going to change as we as we do this podcast. We're just going to have to ride with the flow, you know, up and down. Still think Jairus Familia sucks, and I still think the best in the bullpen. So we'll move on to that. I'm sure next week we're going to be talking about the Jets draft. We'll be talking about the Giants draft again. Want to try and see if we'll get maybe we we'll have a special episode this week. Look out for that. If you subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, you'll get that update. Please rate review. Five stars, hopefully. Leave a review. Share it. Tell your friends about it. You know, we take suggestions, messages on Instagram. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. I appreciate all you. Uh, enjoy the draft, everybody. Stay disgruntled.